Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. Welcome to Performance Hub with Dean Evans. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast. If you are enjoying these podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you go to your podcast app and give us a five-star review, please, and tell us what you like about the podcast down below in the comment section because Rachel brings you all this incredible content for free every week. It's a lot of work. So she wants a little bit of love back. That's actually free to do. Uh, Today is a Performance Hub episode with Dean Evans and he's going to talk about whether you're addicted to chaos or not. Ooh, Mm. I know a few people addicted to chaos. We talk to them all the time, don't we, Dean? Um, We've been known to have a conversation or two with individuals like that, absolutely. Yeah, and it seems to be that it's a bit of a badge of honour. So we've got shop owners who race around all day uh, with their finger in every pie, lots of plates spinning in the air, whichever metaphor you want to use, and they seem to uh, think that, you know, that's a great thing, that they've got their hand in every pie, that they're out there putting out every fire, um, they're micromanaging. And the workshop itself uh, never seems to be free of trouble. So even though we may have dealt with all of today's problems, a whole host of other things pop up tomorrow, they seem to love it. What's with that? Mm. Well, it's really nice to feel needed, isn't it? Mm. And it feels good to feel important. Mm. And if we're the only one that, you know, if we have the belief that we're the only one that can fix the problems, then boy, are we going to feel good, we're going to feel needed, and we're going to feel important. Mm. But it ties us to the to the shop. Well, how do you get out? Mm. You can't get out. Yeah. Because, you know, we've said again, you know, running your own auto repair shop is nothing more than a series of problems to work out, work on, and work through. So if you're living under a misguided belief that you shouldn't have any problems, well, you're never actually going to grow. But who said you were the number one person, the only person that could actually solve all of your problems? Mm. Imagine if other people could help you or could do it better than you or faster than you or cheaper than you. You know, what would that make possible for you to start with? But I just want to say this, right? Every single one of us is addicted to drama is addicted to chaos, is addicted to uh, you know conflict and crisis in some way. On a lighter note, it's the only reason we can explain why shows like Bold and the Beautiful, Neighbours or Home and Away exist. I mean, these shows have been on our, uh, on our screens for you know, 30, 40 years. What are they? You know, they're all about drama. I mean, they're called dramas, soap opera dramas. The challenge for many shop owners is they run their shop like a soap opera, like a drama. Mm. They become entangled in it, enmeshed in it, stuck in it. And they don't know any other way to go out. When we think of it neurologically, right, when you take away the opportunity for a person to solve their own problem, you rob them of the opportunity to learn, to grow, to develop. Now, there's a saying in uh, in neurology that says, uh, you know, what wires together fires together. The nerve pathways in your brain, those that wire together to either solve problems or seek out other people to solve problems for you, those pathways will strengthen. So anytime you're faced with a with a problem and your belief is, you know, either I'm the only person that can solve this or, um, you know, I've got to find someone else to solve this for me, well, that behavior, that pattern, that response becomes more and more reinforced, uh, more hardwired in your makeup. 
And that's a real big problem because it becomes harder to break. Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen. And as business owners, we might be a little bit inclined to be control freaks because, you know, we've grown these businesses. They're kind of, you know, like a baby and then um, we raise them, perhaps like children, uh, and hopefully get them successfully into adulthood. And it's uh, hard for us uh, perhaps to let go. What's going to incentivize me if I'm addicted to chaos to work on that addiction? Yeah. Well, well, let's call it for what it is. You're afraid. It's fear that's driving that behavior. Fear of your reputation, fear of your shop's reputation, fear of you know what the market says about you. It is a fear-based behavior. But here's the thing, right? Everything you've ever wanted sits on the other side of fear. Great quote, that one. It is. And more importantly, right, is that the best trait, the best approach you can ever develop as a leader is to grow more leaders inside your shop. And how do we do that? By giving people the opportunity to solve problems for themselves, not by themselves. So by all means, be involved in a conversation um, with that individual around what possible solutions are, but have that individual come up with the ideas, you know, the possible ways to solve that problem and then ask them what should they do, you know, which one do they think is best. Now, if you believe that that one is at least going to help you, it may not solve all the problem, but progress towards solving the problem, then give that person the opportunity to feel like they've solved the problem for them. That helps in, in two ways. Number one, it gives them a sense of satisfaction and support that they're not making this decision by themselves, all right? They're getting some acknowledgement, some agreement from you, the shop owner, that uh, what they're thinking about doing is a good thing to do. And what it gives you is an opportunity to observe how they think, not what they think, but how they think. And over time, when that individual feels like you're supporting their decisions in what to do, to improve any situation, solve problems, um, and you feel like you know they're making good decisions, well, that builds trust. So that gives you the opportunity to step outside of your shop to pursue the things you love, you know, um, fishing, fast cars, family, whatever it might be, knowing that your shop is running, that it's in safe hands. You know, it's in a safe pair of hands. And many of our clients will uh, say to us after we've helped them work on this problem, that they thought that they really wanted to spend time away from work, you know, put in a manager and, um, you know, maybe have two, three, maybe four days off a week. But once they learn to let go of some of this stuff, to delegate, to let leaders grow uh, inside the business, that they actually fell in love with their business again but in a different role, in that true business owner role where they get to sit back, they get to um, watch everybody else doing their job and they get to work on the business. And that might take them, you know, two or three days a week. They might like to spend on that. They might get to work on some of the parts of the uh, business, um, some particular jobs on vehicles that they truly, truly love. And then they're free to spend their time uh, in other ways. And that came as a real surprise to them. Yeah, a super surprise. Now, here's the secret, right? We all know how to do this. Inherently, we all know how to do this. I'll give you a personal example, right? For everyone listening out here at the time, like right now when we're actually recording this segment of the podcast, uh, my 17-year-old son is on his L plates, right? He's about 
two uh, really about two months away from sitting for his probationary license, which will mean he's able to drive a car by himself without anyone else in the car. So wherever you're listening from across the globe, all right, either you've been in this situation or maybe you're going to be in this situation. Um, but I liken the experience I had on the first day that I sat in the passenger seat with my son driving and my two other kids in the back seat to this concept of getting out of, you know, like actually letting someone else solve the chaos. Mm -hmm. As I sat in that passenger seat, I suddenly realized for the very first time that I had no control over what happened on this journey. He was physically and metaphorically in the driver's seat. If there was some kind of crisis on the road, some sort of drama that we were about to encounter, you know, an accident waiting to happen, I was powerless. I didn't have the steering wheel in my hand. I didn't have the pedals underneath my feet. It was him and all him with very little experience. And yet, what did I know in amongst all that discomfort, all that anxiety, all that tension, and I'm sure for some parents out there, all that terror was that understanding, that that knowingness from me that this is what both he and I both needed to go through in order for him to learn what driving safely and navigating his way on road successfully actually meant. And but, it's the same for our workshops. But it wouldn't have happened if you didn't hand it over, right? <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, well, for example, he got his uh, he the very first day that he got his uh, his his L plates. On the way back, I I said, "Do you want to drive? Drop me to drive." He said, "Oh, Dad, you drive." I got him as far as across the first major road. The rest of our trip to where we were living at the time was back streets and I just pulled the car over and he goes, what are you doing? I said, well, mate, you're not going to learn from the passenger seat, are you? So I put him in the driver's seat. It's never taken us so long to travel such a short distance home, <laughs> but he was being uh, rather cautious. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, until we got to the first roundabout and uh, uh, we're turning around and you know you know when you've been driving, you, you've got the angles covered. It's just an unconscious mm. um, skill set. And I'm looking at him saying, mate, you need to you need to turn. You need you need to turn. You need to t- you need to t- and boom up and over the curb, and I stopped. I took a breath and I just looked at him and said, "Mate, you just need to reverse." Okay, just pause. Let's go into drive. Let's just turn the wheel around. I knew that my response, my reaction, was going to leave you know a long lasting impact on him around you know what it meant when he you know let's say failed to execute a particular uh, you know particular turn. Um, so I realised that was a gap. So the very next day, I said, mate, we're going out. There's a street by us. It's got four roundabouts on it. We spent 30 minutes just going up and down that road, just him learning how to get the car around roundabout after roundabout after roundabout after roundabout. So Sounds like fun. It sounds like loads of fun. Um, <laughs> but repetition is key. It's more fun than being afraid of whether he is or is not going to be able to navigate a turn on a roundabout when there's traffic. So how does this equate to what you're doing as a workshop owner is that you need to lean in to uh, you know those moments um, where you feel like you want to take control and find ways to engage and encourage other people to take control of the situation, find solutions for that problem. It's the only way you give yourself the freedom that everyone tells us they want, but very few genuinely experience because of their reluctance to 
let go and allow other people to solve problems on their behalf. Avoid mistakes others are making and take your auto repair shop to the next level. To reach out, email admin at workshopwhisperer.com with the subject Workshop Whispers and we'll answer your question in our next Workshop Whispers episode. And when you're going to step into this, to do this work, to work on your addiction to chaos, it's important that your team members know that they are allowed to make a mistake as long as they learn from it. Well, this comes back to the human core need of significance. There's only two ways to feel significance, either to get it or to give it, right? If you need to feel significant in your auto repair shop by getting all the significance, then you're going to be the person who believes that you're the only one that can solve the problem. You actually become the problem. You are the bottleneck. You are the number one reason why your business isn't flourishing the way you want. We'll just pull that Band-Aid off right now. However, on the flip side, if you can get your need for significance met by giving significance you will create the opportunities to allow others to solve problems be involved in that conversation on how to solve the problem with you and you will give them some responsibility for doing that that's super super important because they feel good about doing good right and so because you know a rising tide lifts all ships you will also feel good about the fact that they feel good everyone's feeling good right and so we see chaos, conflict, crisis, drama as an opportunity to to evolve, as an opportunity to expand who we are and what we do, all for the greater good. It's counterintuitive, but most of, uh, you know, most, in fact, almost every successful person that, uh, that I've met or that uh, you, know, you and I have hung around with has this element in their makeup that you know, when everyone else zags, they're zigging and their results speak for themselves. More amazing insights there from Coach Dean in our Performance Hub series on how to become an elite auto repair shop owner. Thank you, Dean. Always a pleasure to be here with you, Rach. And if you haven't joined yet, make sure you jump over to Facebook and search Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop. That's our free Facebook group where auto repair shop owners from all around the world are sharing best practice every day. Thanks for listening in. We'll tune in with you again next week. Want to find out how the Workshop Whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whispering loudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the Workshop Whisperer podcast.